Okay. Alright. So it's officially decided right now. Geek debate or dorkly debate? I think dorkly is, is a trademark. Then geek debate. I think I think we have to go geek debate. Debate? Yeah. How are we fact checking? I'll <laughs> see if anyone has that name. Yeah, I search Twitter. I mean, it's called Google. And then if no one's got it, get it. Nobody has it. And it's a thing. <coughs> like people are talking about fierce <coughs> topics for a geek debate, so. But no one's Nobody claimed it as a geek title debate. for yeah. the geek debate. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think that's it. You got it. That's it. All right. So let's go into our intros. And <coughs> I don't want to be self-serving, so you should go first. Oh, gee, thanks. I'm Jason. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Pemberfoot. Uh, I'm a longtime geek, Star Wars fan, uh, DM, that's a dungeon master for Dungeons & Dragons for wow, going on 25 years now. Um, I've always loved everything um, with geek culture whether it be TV, movies, um, books. So I have diverse knowledge. Um, I have definite certain um, fandoms I follow closer than others, but I think I have a good uh, overall overall view of uh, the geek culture as a whole. So. Okay, what about personal stuff? Personal stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a young, strapping man. The age of 39 years old. Not, not the lies, oh. the truth. Okay. I'm a wreck of a human being, honestly. Like, was just struggling, uh, you know, together as a whole to uh, live and breathe every day. I'm a father too, beautiful kids, and uh, uh, currently going through a divorce, which is awesome. You may hear jokes be brought up of that. For so, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, things are going good, though. And uh, Sybil, as you can probably tell during the listening experience through this podcast that I'm a pretty uh pretty civil human being at least I try to be but uh yeah that's me as a whole um you your turn what do you do for a living what I do um currently I'm getting out of the military I've been an active duty army soldier for the last 12 years I'm getting out medically uh just can't keep going on so it's time to get out and do something new Maybe even work with uh, my good buddy Mike here. He's about to give you his bio. Trying to think if there's any other questions. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Roast me. What do you, what do you got? Well, we're going to cut this off as a mini episode of who you are. Yeah, I'm ready. Like, I want to answer some questions. Like, go ahead. Interview me. Like, What was your favorite book growing up? Uh, favorite book growing up? I would have to say The Hobbit. I read it at a young age, and while I didn't understand all of it, um, what I did understand, I really clung on to. Um, yeah, I, the, just the whole this person going on an adventure and how he was thrust into these situations of fantastical danger I really liked it um, and again like I didn't understand all of it and maybe I didn't read it front to back completely uh, maybe I just hit certain pages here and there um, but that would I'd have to say be my favorite book because as an adult now I've gone back and read it several times um, even though I'm not like a huge Tolkien knight, like I know some people are, right? Like they, they know everything, the ins and outs of, of that whole universe. Um, I, I'm not that big, but I love that story. And I love that story for the fact that it's a, it's a simple man 
being thrust into a complicated, dangerous situation. Against his will. Against against his will, somewhat, you know? Like, so many stories are people taking the choice. Right, right. Like, like, oh, I'm going to go be a hero. No, this guy didn't want to be a hero. He wanted to sit on his ass and eat cheese, you know? Like, I, I relate to that. Like, <laughs> I get that. Like, that's, that's, that's who I want to be when I'm older, is just be well, like, hey, I don't want company right now. I'm busy, like, eating cheese and wine. Well, when you think about it, most real-life heroes... <laughs> are thrown into it. They don't choose to be a hero. Correct. Especially the good ones. Correct. Right? Yeah. We'll talk a lot of the heroes that we're mentioning right here. I mean, look, you have the rare and few Batman out there that, that choose to go on this this hero quest. Um, the, the real heroes, I find, are those that don't want it. And it's a burden and a responsibility that they have they to carry. But they take the call of responsibility. But they take the call. They answer it, right? <clears throat> yep. So, all right. Uh, favorite style of music or mm-hmm. favorite artist? Favorite artist, as you know, it's Queen. Been a huge fan of Queen. I love Kiss, seventies, sixties. I'm all over the gamut with music. Uh, up until modern times, um, Childish Gambino, well, I think was one of the greatest artists modernly. Um, he's just so talented all around. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm all over with music. Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is a must in my car. Uh, volume 1 and 2. And, uh, yeah, I'm older, 39, so, uh, you know, love my 80 music. 80s music, I think, is some of the best music. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll mention why is because 80s music doesn't take itself seriously. So yeah, uh, I'm you know fan of music. I love singing karaoke. I had my own karaoke system at my house, which you've you've uh, joined me there singing. I think actually we did really good together. Air Supply is our jam. We Just singing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's when I fell in love with you. Oh really? Is it? And that's the moment. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, are you keeping track of all these topics? Yeah. I'm just. Okay. We have uh, we have Jenna here, who is uh, Mike's loving wife, mm-hmm. better than he deserves. I, I can attest to this. And she is here helping us uh, keep structure and guidance throughout the uh, podcast. So you may hear her chime in once in a while. And she has a uh, her own take. She's not as dork not oriented as us. But, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't say not at all. She not knows what she's all. talking about. I can speak the language. I am not fluent. Right. Watch this. Do you like Voyager or Next Gen? Next Gen. See? Okay. Right? So However, if I could, if you took um, Catherine Janeway, her, the actress, Kate Mulgrew, if you took Kate Mulgrew's character from Orange is the New Black as Red, she could run a ship like nobody's business. Right? Like, that's my problem with them. They had this actress... And they had the potential okay. Okay. to make such a great character. And what they do? They made some dry, stiff, maxi pad of a woman that could have been a, an icon for females and strong women everywhere. Instead, <laughs> they made a cold, dead fish. Okay, we'll get to that someday. Yeah, you bet. You bet. <laughs> we will. Favorite TV show? Mmm. Favorite 
favorite TV show? Man, be more specific because I'm all over it. I was favorite raised, TV show. I was raised number by the one. TV. I was raised in a dysfunctional home, so let me tell you, I spent my days in front of TV. What is the one show you could watch over and over and over and over again? <sighs> Twilight Zone. Okay. I know you didn't think that was going to come out, right? weird, but I, I understand, though. Twilight Zone, it has such... Um, <clears throat> I love stories that have a fantastical type element to it has to have some kind of twist in the narration of like black mirror and it like just draws you right 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 so like twilight zone to me has so many different stories that just touch on just hot topic well even to this day you have stories that are, are relevant to to what's going on in our society and wh- while we're not going to try to delve into politics in, in this podcast so much um, hmm, um, for obvious reasons I'm in the military still currently uh, when I get out I can speak my mind until then I do have bosses that sign my paychecks and I will respect uh, them until the time comes for me to be a civilian and have that, that capability but we have such hot button issues that are being raised currently that people I think in today's society think it's something new something that that they oh we just now this is an issue like it's been an issue look at twilight zone episodes they were made in the 50s right 60s these are stories that are are relevant today more than they probably were even back then uh and and people are acting like these are all new issues Mm -hmm. you know so yeah twilight zone i think uh you had rod sterling uh on that and man Awesome, awesome show, and it's coming back. Yeah, Did you hear that? I heard that. And yeah. Peel, Donald, oh, Peel is, Peel is that's right. producing. I know. I don't know if he's going to be on it as a host. I hope he is. Yeah, I was thinking Glover had something to do with it too. I, maybe I read man, that If so, that's know. that'd be awesome. Okay, yeah. favorite movie? Uh, Star Wars. Which one? Oof. All right. All right. Specific. Get into it? One movie. I love them all. I am a lover of Star Wars unconditionally. Um, and, and that'll be explored, I'm sure, down the road. But hold on, <coughs> I have cough. And but I would say Return of the Jedi. And this is why. While Empire is, I think, superior film story-wise, like structure, Return of the Jedi was the film that I remember being of age. I think I was eight at the time or nine when I remember being in the theater seat. And watching the movie while being able to also understand the movie. So I had the, the knowledge of the first two films, of course. Um, but, and I went to Empire when I was a baby as well as the original, but I didn't remember them, right? Like, I was too young. Return, I remembered. And not only did I remember it, like, it, it had everything I love. Like, I love nature, trees. Oh, look, it has trees, right? I loved riding on my bike as a kid. Look, oh, speeder bikes. Oh, wow, there's that, right? Like cute little fuzzy teddies. Yeah. And look, they're fucking killing stormtroopers. How awesome is that? But also the end. The end got me. Uh, I just recently was talking to one of my Star Wars chat groups about uh, Return of the Jedi and why it was my favorite. Um, Because the end battle with Luke and Vader, where Luke can tell that his father still has that that spark ability the spark of good right to, to come back and uh, and when Vader looks at his son 
being fried by force lightning by the emperor like he looks to the sun looks to his boss that he's given everything to looks to his son again and he makes that decision right there knowing knowing that's the thing it was a knowing sacrifice because he knew that electricity was going to kill him he knew there was no way he was going to get away he's a fucking black and decker on legs like he knows that that's going to that's going to fuck him up that's going to that's going to end him and he knew what he was doing it was a self and that's why people are like well he didn't know he knew because that's what I think what the emperor had over him like dude yeah man you're strong and stuff but guess what I can do just shut that shit right off. Well, and that's why he gave him the old, outdated outfits and never updated his suit to be resistant to that stuff. I, I kept him in the garbage stuff. You're talking about, you know, EU stuff that's yeah. no longer can. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you, there has to be some kind of right. Like, right. He had something over Vader, and that was that was it. You know, that was what he had over him. So it was a knowing sacrifice. And then, oh my God, like I, I'm telling you, I get choked up watching Return of the Jedi. I have to be careful who I'm watching it around. Because when he tells Luke to help him take his mask off so that he can see him with his own eyes. Oh, gee. I'm getting choked up just talking about it now. Like, that is so powerful because he wants to see his son for the first time without the dark side. You could use the helmet as that, you know, as that the dark side is is kind of the filter he was looking through, right? Like his hate brought sure. that helmet. I mean, his his hate brought was, that helmet. Yeah. So now, now he's taking it off to see his son for the last time with his own eyes, without that filter of red, right? Because he, he had red lenses, and uh, I, th- I think she's so powerful. And, and what Luke say? Like we gotta get you off of here, you know? Like he tried to get him off, and oh, what did he do? Die right there. Yeah, he could have maybe survived by keeping the helmet on, right? Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, no. If I go out, I'm not going out like this. Right, like, I'm, I'm done. You know? That's a whole different thing. Like, what if they survived? They didn't storyline to that. Like, oof. That would be. What else? Alright, so that's my favorite movie. As a big ramble. Alright. I think that's good. That's good? That's pretty good. Alright, we now do. I get to interview you. You get to interview me. Alright. So, I'm Michael Sturgis, DM underscore Sturgis on Twitter. Um, what about me? Spell out your last name because there's like S T U R G E S. Yeah, a bunch of people will get that wrong. Um, at the end, we'll go yeah. ahead and do a recap of where they can reach us. Well, and we'll have a tell us how stupid we are and stuff. Yeah. You know how the internet is. <laughs> it's, all, it's all about you. It's about me. Uh, father of three now, probably four, I'm sure, soon. No. Okay, good. I, know you got something I was just testing that. I just wanted to see. It gave me a heart attack. Married to the beautiful Jenna Sturgis for 15 years now? 28 years? Feels like forever. (laughs) Um, I currently work for the Washington Department of Transportation as the safety program manager. You might want to edit that right now. I can't talk. He said what he did. Well, that's the thing. Vague. I was stationed at JBL. You can just say you're a state employee. They don't know where you are. I'm a state employee that works for in the rail. No, safety. you say you're a state employee. Nope. I wouldn't even use the last name. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> no, you know. can use last names. What's that? What are the girls Uh, They got 20 more minutes. Oh, 
arbitrary <laughs> Anyways, um, what else? What else did you talk about? Okay, so okay. Well, no, we were saying other stuff. Oh, geek. How did it like? Oh, yeah, but so, I ask certain questions. Okay. Right. Now, okay. I could ask you to tell us a little bit about your geek history. Okay. I want to say, who is the first person or thing that got you into like geekdom? Tolkien. Tolkien was, was the it? Hobbit. The yes. Hobbit. Tell tell us about how the Hobbit got you, and that was mine, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us how the Hobbit got you lured into geekdom. So growing up, we weren't allowed to do anything that wasn't related to Christianity. Our dad chose all the books we read. We were homeschooled. And we weren't allowed to play with other children. Anything. But we were given the special privilege of working with our parents on their businesses. So my dad had a painting business and he had a cleaning business. And we were their employees. That seems like a perfectly legal thing. <laughs> so I had a full-time job at the age of eight. Anyways. How old are you, by the way? 31. 31. 32? Almost 30. I don't know. Young. He's young. I don't keep track. Young. Anyways, so one day when I was 10 or 11 years old... I was emptying out the trash in a learning center that we cleaned, right? Mm-hmm. And this lady always threw away her old books when they became tattered and torn, but we always just threw them away. Dad wouldn't let us keep any of them, right? Because they weren't Christian books, so. Where was, what town was this? Fort Wayne, Indiana. Indiana? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Because I, when I was young, I threw a, a copy of The Hobbit away in the trash of a learning center. Nuh-uh. At Fort Wayne, Indiana. Bullshit. I know, I'm just joking. But that would be for full circle, right? <laughs> I wish. Anyways, so I found this book, right? And it had this cool cover. It was the paperback copy of The Hobbit. It was kind of starting to fall apart, but it was still it was still good, right? Like an old, on the front. tattered, yeah, not like ripped from long ago. Not like, you know, the long ones. It was the short, little oh, paperback yeah. ones, right? What cover did it have? Uh, Mine had like a painting of yeah. Gollum, but it doesn't really even look no, like No, no, not Gollum. Gollum. It was like the Lonely Mountains or something was on the oh, front. Oh, okay. Mine had the Hobbit sneaking around the corner. Big fat guy. They were like, yeah, you're Hobbit enough, I guess. And then like some darkling looking demon type creature. And that was pretty yeah. Anyways, but. it was... So I saw it and I grabbed it. I kind of read the back cover, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dad will never let me have this. So I hit it under my shirt. Yeah, it might make you think or something, yeah. right? So I hit it under my shirt, and when I could find a chance, I ran out to the car and hit it, like, under a seat or something. Oh, man, this is... Yeah, so... This is deep. So then uh, I got home, and I started reading it. And I read that entire book that night. In one night? In one night. But they did three the entire night. this. How could you do this in one night? So I read that whole book. Stayed up till like, I mean, the sun was coming out and I had read it. And then I just kept reading and reading and reading it over and over and over again until that book fell to pieces and I was taping it together. Wow. Hiding it under my bed. Now that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, yeah. So I went down that path. That's how I started out Geekdom. And I was kind of a geek anyways. Uh, you know, Star Trek and Star Wars and all that stuff. Hey, do you stuff. think the kids of, of like yesteryear, I don't know, olden times, right? Like, there had to be fucking geeks around at that time, but like, what were they into? I don't know. Like, think of an old western, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old western town. 
granted, there's no sports going on for Josh, but there's this athletic stuff, right? Like manly men rolling around. I'm not saying geeks can't be manly men. Manly <coughs> men. I just think they were forced to be. Y- yeah. You yeah. weren't really allowed to be anything like that. Right. Well, what were they into if, if you had, like, that type of personality? Science. I think they, Wells. yeah, I think H.G. Wells, right? More than I mean, you have. Yeah, and then I guess they definitely, I mean, that's a little too modern compared to Old yeah. West. But yeah. Uh, but I mean, you have stuff like Astrology, that. maybe. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like that. So let's get a toast to the geeks that blows <clears throat> away for us. Because they had nothing really to fucking. Yeah. And I, dream I will about. say for us, I mean, I'm sure we forged the way for this new group of geeks that just openly, they have the clubs, they have all the stuff. Yeah. I didn't have any friends growing up. Because I was a geek, they wanted to go play sports and stuff. I wanted to read books. Sorry. So, nice. anyways, what else? What All right, yeah. So um, that was my first That was your foray into geek culture. All right. Uh, what hobbies do you have currently? I know. Well, let's tell our audience. Let's see. D&D, crafting. What else? Video games. I like uh, designing new ships for video games. I do some coding, light, very, very light coding to create do you do this for like, like forums. Like, do you guys have forums? Like, oh, help design this. I just do it for myself. This is just for fun for you, yes. right? Okay. That's it. All right. That's it. That's you have a virtual reality set up in your house. I do. Looks like goddamn back of the truck and Ready Player One. Yep. So you got the wires up in the ceiling and all. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, which, if you catch me playing VR on his uh, account, I apologize to you, because I am just the most clueless person on there, um, and inappropriate, highly. I like writing fan fiction. I've written a lot of fan fiction, especially growing up. Yeah? Because I couldn't read it or buy the book, so I would just write my own. And then Have you ever written stuff. something that now, you, as an adult, you've come across something that you're like, that was, that was my idea? Like I've had instances of that happening. Like know? somebody else used the same idea? R- right, yeah. like someone ran with your premise that you had, and you yeah. were like, oh, I wrote that years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but my dad destroyed all my stuff when he found it. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, man, the satanic panic of the 80s, right? Yeah, and I had so much stuff. The Star Trek stuff I had would be priceless Why would today. he not want Star Trek as an influence? That is... Well, he likes Star Trek, but he just got rid of it all. Well, yeah. So, you came from an abused home. <laughs> I know it's painful for you to talk about, but I'm glad you did. Thank you. Uh, what, what music are you into? Everything. Yeah, you're all over the place. I, uh, I don't have a favorite. Favorite band? If you had to pick one concert to go to before you die of a horrible burning pain. I won't go to a concert. I hate it. A crowd of people all together. Squished in to hear the music that I could listen on my phone or on. Well, it makes sense for me. I have PTSD. You were just in the Navy, so I mean. Air Force. Do not besmirch me <laughs> that way. I was no Navy boy. All right, all right. So, uh, yeah. Let's just put it just that we, we, we are really appreciative of all branches of. No, no, we're not. No, no, we're not. <laughs> uh, I will t- totally tear down. Yeah, yeah we're, the Navy is not real. No, no, no. We, we love our brothers and sisters, of course. Anyways, um, we really do. I like 20s and 40s music the most. 20s and 40s, huh? Yes, big band music. So if I was going to go to a concert, it would have to be a big band concert, like a swing party. That, that sort of stuff? Yeah. All right. 
Alright. You fucking think you're Indiana Jones, huh? I am Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I have the hat and the whip at home. I know you do. That's disturbing. <laughs> Jenna is shaking her head right now with total, like, oh, there's a story there. You, the, I, there are 50 Shades of Grey podcasts if you'd like to <laughs> go ahead and explore those at any given time. The biggest bunch of horrible, horrible writing. Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my gosh, I read. I had to read the first book for a book club. Uh-huh. I got through it because I had to. Is the to. worst piece of literary garbage, and not because of the content, because the writer can't write. It's horrible, absolutely horrible. And Porn not for even any, ladies. No, and if people can say that they get off from that, I feel really bad. For <laughs> right, that. like, and it's always the women that are like, "Oh my God, I love those books." I'm like. What is going wrong in yeah. here? Like, like, oh my god. Right. Like, Jenna, you're going to be interviewed here just real quickly. A little interview, okay? Uh, but let's go back to Mike. So, Mike, okay, so you told us your type of music you like, your intro to Geekdom, um, a little bit about your personality. You're wanting me to say a little bit about my personality? I'm going to say something about your personality. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> You are ambitious as hell, and um, if you have a thought on something, you hunt that fucking rabbit down like the most ferocious fox I've ever seen, and you will not stop. You will disregard everything in your path to kill that rabbit and get it. Um, You will, I think, dig holes into the earth to, to pursue it. So... With that being said, I think that this podcast is going to be is going to be great to listen to because if you get a rabbit on your plate and it takes off like onto a topic that I know that you're going to pursue, man, we, I'm going to have a challenge, a challenge. Like I, I can talk, I can uh, I can hold my own. But so <laughs> I want an example of why this is my personality. Why it's your personality? Well, something that has made you feel that this is my personality. So, something down. while I didn't introduce you to Dungeons & Dragons, um, I did, however, um, bring you back to the game. Uh, I put out a call. Um, well, how many years ago was it? Two years? A year? A little more than a year, right? Just a year. Yeah. We just had just a year. year. We just had our friend anniversary, right? Thanks, buddy, Facebook. For encouraging Alzheimer's <laughs> and me because I'm going to forget everything and rely upon you to, to tell me my life. Um, but yeah, yeah, so a year ago I put out a call for D&D players. I was wanting to get back into having a home group and I put out a call and had like eight degenerates come. Um, <laughs> a few of them I still talk to, of course, today. Uh, you be one of them. So yeah. Yep, so while I got you back into D&D, you took it and then started doing your own thing at your home and while you weren't you just tra- again you chased that rabbit and you all of a sudden brought up coalition games which is a now a charity for fellow gamers in need and you have how many members we're at almost 70 now 70 members and that's across the country right it's not definitely it's just here is it just here in it's washington? just here washington that's insane we haven't even gone to- yeah, we you should talk about um, we how should. we started a convention mm-hmm. of gaming, like a one day convention, two day convention, um, maybe even no, we'll we'll talk about that one day. But yeah, so you you started that coalition games. You have uh, 
how many games going on currently that at your table. Not you running specifically, but how many games at the house? <coughs> Seven. Seven. And what's special about your game room? What have you done? Oh, the table. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I don't know. You tell us. So we actually have a game room at our house, which my wife hates 100%. Right, honey? Jenna, is that true? Do you hate it? I don't hate it. I wish that he would put the same amount of gusto in doing the actual house as he has put into doing this game room. Because we live there all the time. You know what we should do is one, one week, just you and I just really like hammer out some shit in your house and get all the little projects done in both of our houses. And then we can just solely just concentrate game. on game and game building. Like, and then be like, what now, Jenna? What now? And I would say, God bless you for your son. Yeah, okay. And you would be good, see? It's what we need to do. Um, Tool belt on. I took a pool table. I put a TV into it. I built around it. It's now the best game table ever, I think, ever built. You couldn't buy anything this awesome, honestly. So that's about it. Right, yeah, it's so a ship. It's the uh, bridge of the USS <coughs> Coalition. Yeah, yeah. When need to. So we played multiple games on there. Uh, I take part in a Star Trek game with you, where I pay, uh, play Captain Joris Skinner mm-hmm. of the USS Coalition. That's uh, broadcast on Twitch as well, which is super fun. It's the first time I've. It is a lot of fun. Had to watch myself role play, which is scary. Um, but yeah, so. Definitely, you took that love for gaming and rekindling of it, and man, you took the ball and ran with it. So. People love it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, favorite movie? Uh, Mr. Roberts. Mr. Roberts? What's that? It's an older movie about a Navy ship. Oh my god. I know that's weird, but it's comedy. I love it. But you weren't in the Navy. It was not in the Navy. But it is one of the best military movies. Because okay. it shows both the bad sides of it and just how people behave. Because, you know, even though we were in bad spots, we still enjoyed each other's company and we made each other laugh. And, you know, All right. as bad as our time was maybe in Iraq, I still enjoyed it, right? Because of the people I was with. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. We helped each other get yeah. through it. Yeah, that bonding through. Yeah. Through and Mr. Roberts is about a World War II supply ship. And how they suffered through a captain who we've all been there, who was just a complete asshat and had no business being a captain. I'm looking over at your wife and she's taking apart your pen. Oh, that's my pencil. It looks like she's creating a lightsaber of some type. Um, She's got the pieces all laid out in front of her. Okay, nothing to see. Moving on. Um, So, Mr. Roberts. You should watch it. Mr. Robertson. Mr. Roberts. Okay, all right. What year did it come out? Who started? Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda. Okay, so probably the, it came out in the 70s. 60s, 70s, something like that. I think 76. 1955. Holy Jack jeez, Jack this Lemon is an old movie, huh? I think Jack Lemmon was oh, the wow. lower officer in that movie also. Henry Fonda, James Cagney, William Powell, Jack Lemmon. Okay. Betsy Palmer. What's your favorite video game? Star Trek Elite Force. Let me rephrase that question. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, video game from Super Nintendo? Super Mario World. Oh, man, I agree completely. I just can't that game you could still play it. Yes. Be like that's such a great game. And as many times as I beat it, I don't 
I can't just remember beating it because they all just flow together, right? Yeah, it's every so level is great. Um, yeah, so there we have our little bio histories. Jenna? Yes, sir. Now it's time for us to interview you. Okay. We're going to have Mike start off with a question to you, and then I'm going to ask you a question. And cool. Just go back and forth. What's your name? My name is Jenna. <laughs> tell uh, us about yourself. I, I, you guys didn't do open-ended questions like this. No, just tell us about yourself. No, I'm going to ask, uh, ask specifics. Well, okay, so we're married. Okay. And... Quick math tells me it's been 13 years that we've been married. We've been married. We've been together tomato, for 14. Tomato. He works for the state. He's yeah, you work for the state. I'm at home with the youngest and doing everything for everybody. And how do you feel about that? It's fine. I mean, uh, now that this is something else going, I mean, you guys have been talking. We've been almost to 40 topics now, so we got a good producer right there. I can. I You're going to get a producer credit for this, so yes. maybe it'll roll into uh, you can produce other things Sweet. That would be awesome. down the road when people burn our podcast alive. For being... <laughs> so let's talk about your nerd thing. Okay. What's the nerdiest thing that you do? Yeah. Because you have I one. Mean, I mean, I think you guys are trying to steer me towards talking about fantasy football, but... Oh, are we? What? For the what? Sake... Why would we do this? For the sake of time, football I don't... <laughs> I wouldn't consider that to be on a similar plane because you, I, I know that I can only personally invest so much time in it, mm -hmm. as opposed to you will come home from working an eight-hour day, lock yourself in the back office room or downstairs in the game room, and you will spend six-plus hours on gaming stuff several days a week. So you are investing way more time into your nerdery than I can in mine. Because you can control more of your outcome, whereas I just make my decisions and hope for the best. So I don't know that they're they're similar, but I wouldn't say that they're as related as you want them to be. Okay. Okay. I have a question. Has uh, now externally looking at your relationship has uh, his um, geek? I don't know. Geekiness. Geekiness. Nerdery. Geek. Yeah. This is nerdery caused any tension in the relationship at times like are you like that's too geeky like whatever like why am i with this guy like, like be real i mean prob probably I, I mean i know there are times where you know he's focusing a lot of his time and energy on the wishes of his gaming friends than spending time with his family and i feel that that's a bit that's much. something that people don't talk a lot about and I, I'm glad you mentioned that is the fact that D&D uh, and, and gaming and video gaming um, for young families people you know that have relationships you okay over there I think you just had a seat um, people people that have these relationships it takes a lot of time to, to do these games you know like I know I play for my home campaign twice a month and but each time I play it's like six to eight hours long that's you know and what's your prep time for each game me personally I have reduced prep down to almost nothing so I'm okay <laughs> uh, but that's just through experience years of experience um, and being able to improvise uh, and I still put on a decent game but 
that's something that I think that uh, isn't discussed enough is the fact that, that it takes away time from relationships and families and, and does that cause stress and should that be something that, that you as a, a DM player or video gamer uh, think about like is this as important as, as life well I life, think you know? part of it depends on the individual because I've noticed over the years I think he might have a touch of an addictive personality because before it was D&D. Uh, heroin he's into, right? <laughs> Dice are a lot <laughs> cheaper than rocks, baby. Which is why I was taking this uh, pencil apart just to make sure it had lead inside of it and nothing else that might be a questionable substance. But before he got into D&D, it, it, he would come home from work and play on play computer games for, until 2 o'clock in the morning. Or he'd play Xbox until 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, there always has to be something going on where he is entertained and, and don't get me wrong i've told him many times i'm glad you have a hobby i'm glad you have friends because mm-hmm. previous jobs that he has had has not given him the kind of schedule to do so so i'm glad that he has got this outlet but maybe dial it back just a little bit yeah like no, like you know hey and i have the same thing to where i always i get on kicks right where i'm mm-hmm. like ah, i'm in star wars kick now and i need to like and consume Star Wars in and out. Like, if Star Wars was a person, I'd be like, hey, guy, and I'd take him by the face and shake him and be like, I love you! Like, like that's how I am, right? But, uh, so, yeah, it's like, well, I get into kicks and, and stuff like that, but, yeah, sometimes you gotta dial it back. Um, but that's awesome. Uh, do you think it's an escape from realities of dealing with the pressures of work and, and just life in general that... I think so. I, I think it, I mean, it can be, because I mean, why else would people do it? It's a form of escapism. Mm-hmm. And even if things are going great, you know, somewhere else, they can always be going better. Would you consider, uh, whether it be video gaming or tabletop gaming or, I don't know, files to, to be a healthy addiction? I mean, they're not, you know doing crank or anything they're not like destructive that. So, right yeah and i mean they're playing with other people who are consenting to play with them no one's being you know gamed with in a forceful manner against their will you have not seen the way we play <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough there's like not an underground ring of like game trafficking going on where you're kidnapping people and forcing well. them to play. <laughs> um i mean it, it's it's fine i mean every, Everyone's got their things. You know, he and I are complete opposites from one another. Mm. I don't force him to be into what I like. And Sports he ball. Yeah, and he doesn't force me to be into the things that he likes. And we've got our we've got our different paths that we diverge on in terms of our That's interests good. and what have you. And yet you two come together and make beautiful babies. That's, That's about the only thing we do, guys. That's all that matters. Good stuff. All right, what's your favorite movie? Oh, man. I don't even want to talk about what you watch on TV. <laughs> I don't like garbage. Oh, my God, uh, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about this. It's okay. No, let's talk about TV. Let's talk about TV. I want to talk about TV. He punch you full of, like, false information. I don't have to. He does. But it's confirmed when I come to your house yesterday. And what are you sitting there watching? What was I watching yesterday? Some British dry crime show or something. I was watching Chicago Fire. I'm sorry. That's way far off. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if it was British. It just looked like something that would be broadcast on the BBC, from, you know? We're like from Indiana. That's close to Chicago. It feels like a little no, no, bit no. of home. Jenna, name your top five shows that you watch. Hey, I was asked about movies first and foremost. No, no I, I, I switched shows. shows. I just, I'm not roasting you. Hey, listen. 
Let's not attack her for. I'm not attacking her. Yeah, because there are people that are. (laughs) There, there are people that love ER, and and Grey's Anatomy like we love D and D, Harry Potter. Like I'm not gonna knock it. But what are your top five shows? Top five? Yeah. Yeah, because I know you can't pick one. I mean, they, they don't have to be in ranked order, right? Like, no, no, no. Okay. Just five random shows that you like. Okay. Um, Parks and Recreation is number one. Cheater. How is that cheating? It's a good show. It's a show. great show. That. It is a good show. Um, <clears throat> Such good writing. Parks and Recreation is number one. I'm not into horror things, but I think the acting and the writing on American Horror Story is amazing. Oh man, I will debate you on that one day. Each, I want to debate you on that. Okay, each, I, I love the I fact that you can you can essentially jump in at any time and you don't have to have a pre-existing knowledge of what happened every other season. <laughs> yeah, why? it's a different story. Why have purpose between your stories? And you, right? <laughs> but I, but Sarah, I'm, so, I, I I'm have, so ready to fucking debate you. I now. always liked Sarah Paulson before, but she is just the best oh, yes, thing. The best. No, I'm She's joking. She's just a such actress. a great actress. She's a great in the talent on that show. It's I will amazing. not debate. They are they great. Are so good. The, the special effects are great. The talent is a, just amazing. Yeah. My problem lies with the storytelling. And that's fine. Right? Like, that's just me. Right. Like, Kathy Bates, I, I have always been... All right, finish what you're saying. TV shows, you had one. I had two. Two, okay. Our three more. is far away my favorite show of all time. Mm-hmm. Jason wants to debate me on the validity of American Horror Story, and that's fine. You can also discredit me for saying that I will drop everything and watch Grey's Anatomy. It's one of those where I don't I don't even have to be watching. Um, I can just hear it and go I know exactly what's going on. It's I, like a comfort watch. It is. Like we, we kind of started playing an unofficial game where we'll watch completely different shows and I'm like, okay, this person was a patient here and I can tell you whether they lived or died and approximate about what season they were on. Just because there's been so many different people. Um I think number four um, that I can think of was probably Friday Night Lights. That that was just that, that sports ball show. That sports ball show. Drama. Yes, um, because I like football. I love the, sports the, ball. That's just great. The writing was great. The cast was great. Every time I see Kyle Chandler, I always call him mm-hmm. Coach Taylor. Anytime mm-hmm. I see, we watch Game Night. Like in other shows, or yeah. Something. We, we, see watch, we watch Game great Night. Great character. He played a kind of douche of a guy and I was like Coach Taylor no you can't do that um, isn't that heartbreaking when you see like someone that you you've like, emotionally invested in like them. right like you're like oh man what a good good but person I mean, and then you see him play a villain and you're like well, oh, well but I could like on Parks and Recreation though I could see I could, for some reason I can differentiate between seeing Chris Pratt as Andy Dwyer and the affable goofball that he is, mm-hmm. and if he were to go dark, it probably wouldn't have impacted me so much because of how endearing Kyle Chandler is as Coach Taylor versus to when he can go dark on that. I don't know. Let me let me tell you, Chris is pretty much Andy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just that's him. Yes. Like you know, I mean, obviously exaggerated to right. to play up, but man. Right. Um, and then I would say the fifth one would probably be Black Mirror. Okay. Um, that's probably about as... That's one of the shows you uh, added into the list yes. for us to debate. Very similar to the Twilight Zone, just with a modern-day well, angle to it. Yeah, I mean, 
It definitely pretty much was an inspiration. Right. Oh, for sure. But with the twist of technological right. terror. I like right? Well, and not just that. I mean, it's so much darker. Well, it, it makes you think afterwards. Is it darker? Too. So much it's, darker. Yeah. I remember a seen the story about a kid one? that could do well, that's, anything. That's the first, ep- the first episode of Black Mirror does not set the series up well. It doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Such a great I mean, show. if you can't handle bestiality, then you're not going to... Yeah, you're, you're talking about the politician well. that was, um, basically, they blackmailed him, mm-hmm. they had his daughter, they had or son? They had, no, it was just a, a random citizen. <coughs> a random citizen, and they were going to kill him if... Kill her if he didn't fuck a pig on live TV. Yeah. Right. That is... Interestingly cool. enough, the gentleman who played the pig fucker, as I can... I can't watch him in anything I else. I can call him... His dad was the father of Violet Beauregard in... Little Walk on the Chalk Factory with Gene Wilder. Huh. Hmm. Fun facts. Fun facts. All right. Fun fact from Jenna. <laughs> She's right. full of those. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have fun facts from Jenna be, a, be an actual thing that pops People up. People hate episode. me. All right. Nice. All right. And uh, let's see. Well, if you had movie. To, movie. Yeah. I was going to give her like a, a real Sophie's Choice. Ooh. <laughs> you like Sophie's Choice? Yeah. Well, I didn't like the movie, but you can give me. Okay. Sophie's Choice here. You have to decide. Now, you see how passionate we are of our geek stuff, right? Sure. And I know I see how passionate you are of yours, uh, sports ball stuff. <laughs> if you had to either cut off a pinky toe or never watch another football game again, whether it be college or professional. Oh, or, you have to take college away from me, yep, too? Yep, yep. That's why I'm doing it. Oh. You, you, you either, either or. Either never watch another football game anywhere, ever, or just simple procedure where it's painless. Take off your pinky. Oh, that toe. little piggy's going home for sure. Oh, you're gonna cut oh, off your toe? I'll I'll cut off both of the the pinky toes. Do you hear this? Just to keep it even. Do you hear this? Falling over. Never play D and D again. Or cut your toe off. I'm writing. <laughs> I'm gonna start just writing. I'll never play D and D again. I'll write for D and D. I will encourage people to play. You have nothing to do with D and D. Oh well, come on. I'm being, yeah, come on. There's gonna be stakes to it. Hmm. You can't read about it. You can't hear about it. I don't know, man. Doesn't the pinky toe? My toe would come off so quick. I'm gonna cut my pinky toe off. And I would hang around my neck. Just hang it around your neck. Would you make a dice out of a fucking die? Like a six-sided dice? All right. Something. Cause I feel like this is what I sacrificed to be here, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then slap that player that's like, I didn't ever buy a player handbook. They're like, why? Why did you do? Why are you here? All right, good. Any other questions for Jenna? Favorite music. Can I go back to favorite movie? Favorite oh, yeah. Because I think we like danced around that one a couple like of times. Like six times now. Go ahead. Okay, so I have between two. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> the movie. I legit, wouldn't it be like Backdraft well, or something? Um, I legitimately cannot decide between the two because I've talked about them both so many times with so many people. The Godfather Part Two. Okay. I like origin stories like that. The first right. one was great, but knowing the background That's of everything and Robert De Niro is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, before he turns into Marlon Brando, and then uh, The Dark Knight. We went and saw that. That's such an underrated. Movie. It truly is. Like I know it has fandom because Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. But as like and, and people I've heard. 
talk about how Batman could have had a better role in it, right? Like Christian Bale's performance wasn't wasn't on par, but it wasn't about him. It's not about him. It was a Batman movie that didn't have Batman as a star. It wasn't about Batman. It was great. It was so great. Well, and we went, that movie came out when our oldest was young. We went and saw it, and I don't think we've stopped talking about it ever since because you can always there's always different layers that you can come up with to find ways to discuss it because my undergrad degree is in psychology so it made me think of the Milgram experiments where you know would you keep flipping the switch to shock a person if you're being instructed to when you can hear the person that you're shocking in pain on the other side and they keep trying to play your emotions and they say that they have a heart condition to see what at how many volts you'll stop shocking them is the same thing about how you have the townspeople and the criminals on the boat you push this button they're going to sink but they can also push their button and sink you who gets to live and what have you yeah. so I I mean we've always just had so many different now you know they're coming out with another um, a movie a standalone I want movie. nothing to do with it she did you see, like did you see the images of it yeah she doesn't like Joaquin I, I'm Phoenix, not a big so. Joaquin Phoenix fan I don't know I, I think might want to look at the images of him uh, Here's the thing, he looks like he's going to go back to Dark Knight the Dark Knight's main character is Gotham yeah the city itself mm-hmm. is right? the main character yeah. everybody else is a supporting actor of the city there. yeah because that's what it's all about. Every step of the way. The, the, it is because they're talking about right, the, the right. White Knight Harvey Dent and and his role in the city and this role in the city, Batman's role in the city and Joker's role in the city, the crime organization in the city. Yeah, Bell, Gotham is the good observation. The, the images that I saw, though, here's here's why I don't really think I'm going to care for the Joaquin Phoenix version. The images that I saw, he looks like the perfect, perfectly applied dark version of Bozo the Clown. Okay. With how his makeup is yeah, done, and like, like, no, 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 Joker but just hang on. But if you look at Heath Ledger's version, you can tell just based on how his appearance is done, he has great underlying mental problems. Nothing is done neatly on his face. It looks like he washed his face, flung some powder in his face, smeared on some lipstick, smeared on some stuff on his eyes, and he was out to the door to go burn the city down. Yeah. Where as opposed to Joaquin Phoenix, he could be sitting there like doing this, lining his lips and make sure everything is colored in properly, where he's more concerned with the image that he wants to uphold or have seen of him, mm-hmm. whereas Heath Ledger would just wanted to focus on burning stuff down first and foremost. Yeah, I think that, I mean, maybe that's how he started, though. You know, like this is maybe this it's, is kind of this is an origin. origin, but it's a standalone. It's not supposed to be connected to the no, Netherlands. but it is an origin. No. It's an origin, yeah. um, but uh, it's all the things he went through, all the being cast out from society, and then just losing it, being like finally hitting rock bottom. Well, and and did you ever read that thing where they think uh, the Joker was former military? Former that that I and I I, called, I I actually thought that while watching it, I being had, a, a soldier was. I had. I mean, you look at him away. when he's doing the parade. He knows how to. Operate. He knows how to use that gun, and he's in step. Yeah, he's in step. He knows how to march. And that, that might not seem, come easy. It that doesn't come easy. easy. It might seem like oh, anybody can walk in a row, but no. Well, I remember the I way read. he handled that gun. Yeah, don't need a mic. Why? No one wants to see you suck your fucking peanut nuts down. I remember. I can't use the, the actual name because obviously. I remember <laughs> I read that post about him being from the military. Pat Oswalt had posted that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I was reading it on my phone, and you know when it's a thread, you kind of have to you're committed to reading it for a certain period of time. 
And I literally had to put my phone down <coughs> and said, and I was literally just sitting like this because I'm not military. It didn't dawn. It didn't occur to me, but I, I was just like, holy shit, that is amazing. If that was the actual background and impetus to get us to who he was in that movie, wow, that that's that's great. I mean, I mean, or bad, I guess. But I, but then to have a, a villain of that caliber who did not ever brandish a gun in his... He didn't shoot. I don't recall him shooting anybody. He did. Oh, yeah. Did he? When he was up there oh, and he didn't have any makeup on. Things, right? No, no, no. When he had no makeup on, he's, he's he shot right at the officer. That's true. Or no, the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. But I'm, I'm, let, let me backtrack that he, it, that wasn't his primary tool shot a rocket launcher yeah he did <laughs> I just mentioned that too I mean let's edit that part out because that's not easy to do either and he right. did that really well so that really says RPGs or something you have to be trained that's on. yeah that's something that you need a, a little bit of instruction to, to figure out I mean you know there's a lot of physics to it yeah just, you could be handed it and be like well pull this okay yeah. you could but yeah. uh, I think uh, yeah I think it hinted to more um and the Joker was uh, definitely a uh, chemist of some type, at least familiar with chemicals. Um, I think that's where this, yeah. I, it didn't I look mean, like stitches. It could have been chemical burns, too. That's what I'm saying. That's right. They lie. I mean, you know. Uh, but and in, in the origins of the comics and the, in the, yeah, the history of the, the character. Chemical, yeah. Well, not only that, well, he, himself was that a, he himself had knowledge of taking different cleaners and, and he did concocting stuff mm-hmm. to get out of Arkham and all sorts of Poisons stuff. and all kinds of stuff was his big... I mentioned it's good because we've been talking about the Joker this long and it, it hasn't been focused on her interview. So she's manipulated. She's very manipulated. Hey, um... Oh, look at it. Now she... Now I just got... So let's finish her interview. Yeah. So we got favorite movie. What's another one of me? I think one more question for Jenna. Uh, let's see... Favorite video game from the 90s? Oh. Oh my gosh. I feel like I was the only kid who did not play Goldeneye like everyone else did. What? Goldeneye was a good game. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like that. I wasn't good at it though. Like, it's a kid's play. Like, everybody had it except us, so we never played it. But. Super, I mean, Super Mario World. I remember... Um, so like most kids, when they would be homesick from school, they'd watch like The Price is Right in daytime talk shows and whatever. Yeah, that's standard. We just played Super Mario World all day. Yeah, it was, it was going yeah. back and forth between video games. If I was sick, like I wasn't allowed video games. Like, I had to watch just TV and stay in my bed. And right. Nintendo was downstairs, and I was like, oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, occasionally mom would kick us off so she could <coughs> be under the restless and whatever, but... Guiding light? Nope, just, just nope. young the restless and then days of our lives. Days of our lives. All right. That's Jenna. That's life. life. Our producer. So that's our mini background episode. Yeah. So uh, what's our goal for the show? Like, like, talk, talk, talk to us about the premise of the show. That so the premise of the show idea. is for us to get together and BS, really. Because we don't get to hang out enough. Yeah, that's true. We're, we, we're uh, both so work busy. Right now, I'm, me being in the military, of course, long hours and <clears throat> being busy, but you have more time than I do. And soon I will uh, be kind of on the same level. 
Well, and the other Pretty problem happy. is we're both DMs and we're not players as much. <clears throat> yeah. And that's hard. Yeah, it is. And no, even though I did like playing in your game, I like DMing more, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you like DMing more than playing the game that I'm doing. Yeah, it just control. doesn't matter. I think with control. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Uh, you know, it is a little bit. So that kind of lends to it. But big thing is, it's fun. Me and you have had these conversations so many times. We'll just start talking about something, and then a couple hours pass, mm-hmm. and we just technically debated something. We've never gotten into like arguments. Yeah, and we got that. Yeah, let just fucking put it on recording. Like, who cares? I don't even care if one person listens. Like, cool. Yeah. As long as it's it's us being real, being truthful, not crossing any lines, hopefully, of uh, <coughs> any issues that uh, we shouldn't be crossing lines on. Because that's one thing I think that this podcast could do for a geek. Do, is everyone, we were just talking about this um, downstairs. There are a lot of debates going on currently in our culture, in geek culture. However, what they are is civilized, usually, and accepting of others' opinions. I think that we could show that debating each other, well, yeah, we'll, we'll rag on each other a little bit, you know? This is just because it's us, right? Yeah. But I think that we can do this and, and show that there are different opinions. And when we get a topic, we're not necessarily knowing which side we're going to lay on. It's we're not going to be maybe our favorite side. side. Yep. We're going to roll... From our D&D dice, a six-sided die that's going to determine who takes what as a topic. Jenna is going to moderate, kind of, just in the background. So she'll speak up. I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, we want her on the show. Um, she's great. But, and then we can de- debate it and show that you can have a side of an opinion without being burnt at the stake for it. Yep. Right? Because extreme views on either side is never good. We need to find a happy middle ground and understand that, that people have different opinions and that's okay. That's what makes... What did I say? I, I said on Twitter the other day to someone, and I, when I said it, I'm like, oh, I can't believe I came up with that. Uh, <laughs> Don't you love those moments? I did. I was you like, really? I'm actually pretty smart Yeah, sometimes. wow. I was like, I need a little pat on the back. I said, oh, I said, uh, someone didn't, didn't like others' different viewpoints. I'm like, it's a shame, because viewpoints is what makes a great landscape. And I'm like, oh, wow, like that, that was pretty good, actually. Well, um, I mean, like a beautiful landscape is made up from one, multiple viewpoints. So, And let's look at history in general. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't listen to other people's viewpoints, we'd still think the Earth is flat. Well, yeah. some people Well, let's not go there. Do. Yeah. Like, big uh, celebrities. Did you know that started out? I can't talk about this on air. Never mind. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah, my bad. We'll take that We'd still be doing bloodletting as a form of Are we commenting. Can, can I take it off the mic? Okay. So, we'll talk about it after it's done. Oh, okay. That's All right. Sorry. Anyways. So I love it because we can talk about this. Like, like you, you said, said, we're not going to know which side we're arguing for. And it's not an argument. We're going to discuss, right? Yeah. Um, and we're going to, each person that's assigned to a side is going to debate for that side to the best of their ability. Should we arm wrestle to see who gets what topic sometime? No. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> I'm not good at arm wrestling. Okay. I have weak wrists. All right. And I don't want to touch your soft hands, your I girlish hands. It's great. Hands. It's great. Yeah. I'm giving the body massage. Body right. massage? But what massage. else? Uh, that's it. I think uh, we're going to be debating some uh, geek issues. I hope uh, that we have someone, one person even, who cares? Uh, if, you know, they don't show up, we're still going to be debating. So, uh, 
If we have an audience, that'd be awesome. And we'd like to hear from you on Twitter. Uh, again, you can reach me at uh, on Twitter at, at Pemberfoot. That's P-E-M-B-E-R-F-O-O-T. And uh, Mike, you're on Twitter. Where? I'm at Twitter, um, DM underscore Sturgis, S-T-U-R-G-E-S. We're going to go ahead and uh, get a Twitter page started for just this podcast Geek itself. Debate. Geek Debate. Is it going to be at Geek Debate? I'm going to try to get it. Try. I'm going to try to get it right now. Let's. Oh, on air. Let's do this. Let's see <laughs> if this uh, goes off. Um, what we want to do is put up polls for you, the ladies and gentlemen, of the audience to determine what topics you want us to talk about and after we debate on an episode we're going to put up a poll for you to tell us who you thought won that debate we're going to talk it until we're blue in the face for an hour uh beating a dead horse and then you're going to tell us who you thought won if they're going off of looks it's going to be mike he's a good looking man Mm -mm. yeah you are that's funny. Got those blue eyes. I do love my blue eyes. <clears throat> Let's see if we can pull this out. It's like an old man trying to figure Dude, out. I don't know how to. Let's go Twitter. What? What's Twitter? See, it's trying to make me sign up again. All right, hey, create a new account. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Is this <laughs> All right. I was gonna say we'll put this in the uh, show notes below, and uh, they can debate to follow us. But let's see. Live on air. Here's my phone number. Next. We're based out of uh, Washington State, by the way. If anyone wants to uh, know that, we are Washingtonians. Not by birth, by choice. Did you find that funny, Jenna? That just had a very classic radio tone to it. Might as well be taking a long distance request and dedication. And dedication. I'm Casey Casey. I'm Casey Casey. And this is Heartfelt Lovers. See, I always like Rick D's over Casey Casey. Rick D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we are going to be inappropriate. This is dragging on forever. I'm sorry. You are with your nonsensical. It's a good thing we're not thumb lying. smashing. We're not. You're going to edit this, I hope. <clears throat> sure. All right. Keeping these nuts, though. That was good. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't say these nuts. Dude, I don't care. Say whatever you want to say. Yeah, let, let me be frank. Uh, we are respectful of everyone. We are at Geek Debate 1. Geek Debate 1? Yeah. Oh, God. Did you do Geek underscore Debate? Yeah, do the Geek Debate. Bonehead. Yeah, like everyone who said, nobody ever went to Ohio State, they went to the Ohio State right, University. Right, right. The, the geek debate. Yeah. You could even do the geek underscore debate. Well, I don't know how to change it, but I will try. But it's created. And we'll post What'd it. What'd you do? It won't let me change the at. It's the geek, geek debate. debate. And you didn't even fucking capitalize D? No. He capitalized G. You're a fucking mess on Twitter. I don't, I don't know, know what you're doing. <laughs> Jenna, you are now in control of the Geek Debate uh, Twitter feed. <clears throat> you're responsible for this. It's out of the hands of this goddamn gorilla. Would you like me to do it from my, from my console? 
as opposed to him, so that way I can actually yeah, moderate. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean like just make a new one. I'll give you the login. Properly. No, 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 no. Like I can just make a brand new one. No, don't. You can scorch earth that one and just delete yeah. it out of existence. I can make a new one properly. Yeah. And then I'll just I'll yes, Jenna. I say yes. What'd you do without me? Whatever. All right, let's do a closing of the show. Again, that's where you can reach us on Twitter. Uh, once we have a Twitter handle that we uh, have secured, we'll go ahead and include that in the show notes below. Uh, go ahead. We are going to be starting up Patreon soon. Have that. Have that already. Do you have that information for The us? Coalition okay. Games on Patreon. Coalition Games on Patreon is what supports this podcast, as well as future podcasts um, for gaming and stuff. So... Uh, look out for that in the future. We're trying to get started here. Um, slowly but surely, we're learning our ways. We have a lot of bad habits. I'm sure you've heard them all. Um, but this is Jason signing off. Have a good day, guys. Say bye, Jenna. Bye, Jenna. <laughs>